0: Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one.
1: I'm relatively satisfied with that clap. I'm glad. You know, nothing like doing mediocre clapping. Like that other
0: show that tries to do
1: it? I know. <laughs> mediocrity in its superlativeness, <laughs> <laughs> a symbol of mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> they're the most mediocre. So it's the best of what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> they're the best of the mediocre. Yeah, it's like like the sharpest marble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hello listeners. You're listening to This Week Today, a comedy podcast that takes a brief look at this week in history, news, entertainment, and more. show. I'm Toph. I'm joined by my
1: regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? I'm in hell, <laughs> and I'm loving it. On fire, full pants, going down to the cords, you know. So other than that, I'm doing great.
0: Okay, because on, on one of our previous episodes recently, you said you were getting to the end of your chips and salsa. It's funny how that works, okay? <laughs> and you then, know, if, you just... if you remember, I said, not to interrupt, but I said what I fear for you is that you're in a Brazilian
1: steakhouse type situation with your chips and salsa. Yep. And you know, who's really excited about it. My sweet wife, Liz, (laughs) (laughs) she's the most excited about the amount of work that I have right now. So as the gauchos
0: continue (laughs) to parade through your house and deliver you chips and salsa.
1: Yeah. It's an unending supply buddy. And you know, I mean all the fresh cilantro in the world can't curb her irritation for that. (laughs) Well,
0: normally and you know me i relish being correct i really relish being right and and i think you do too to be fair
1: Mm, to be fair absolutely but i take no pleasure in being right about this yeah i I also take no pleasure in you being right about this
0: (laughs) 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 well let's not belabor that point in fact why don't we move on to more positive things and go and get our show started i love that idea Well, let's get started and take a look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. Boom. Today, everyone is welcome to celebrate National Blueberry Muffin Day. Tomorrow is National Pecan Pie Day. Tuesday is Cow Appreciation Day, or as I like to say, Steak Appreciation Day. The best. Wednesday is National Mac and Cheese Day. Thursday is National Tapioca Pudding Day. Friday is National personal chef day
1: adam yes yes
0: and we'll wrap up this week of celebrations on saturday
1: with national peach ice cream day dude that's a fantastic week i mean on its own what a great week well and i'm gonna
0: call an audible adam because i'm not gonna take the challenge this week what it's no coincidence that every day this week basically celebrating some type of food yep so instead of taking the challenge, I think it's time once again for you to give us an update on the status of your, of your personal chef.
1: It's not easy, man. You know, it's not easy. I'm going to have to cut him again. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut him, you know, because... Is it because you didn't put an equal amount of blueberries in each each blueberry muffin? It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Okay. <laughs> Every blueberry count should be the right amount. If I break it in half, I should have equal parts blueberry and, and muffin. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I have to tell him that. So he's been serving you some muffins with no blueberries at all. He would disagree and say that there were some in there, but it might as well have been zero.
0: Once again, you're celebrating National Personal Chef Day this year, just like years in the past by
1: firing your personal chef. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to use the word tradition, but these guys are firing themselves. They should know better. (laughs) Well, I mean, we don't have to dig into the weeds and come up
0: with an actual definition of the word tradition, but I think we've established. You've fired your personal chef and documented on this show enough that I think you've established a tradition.
1: (laughs) I mean, we we can throw out the words like ritual or habit or like old hat. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to like just say those things, but I mean history you know it's it's their fault not mine okay uh-huh so if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck if the shoe fits man <laughs> 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 okay <laughs>
0: so the challenge this week is is different than what we've done recently but the same as the past and that is finding you
1: a competent personal chef right so i'm taking i'm taking resumes again
0: okay but right. i haven't
1: told him yet so there you go, folks. Maybe send it to my personal email.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with that out of the way, why don't we turn our attention to this week in
1: history? You're, I appreciate that, buddy. It's a good its a good change of a, of a depressing subject on such a wonderful week of Celebrational Foods. Um, let's Let's take it back not too far this time. In 1804, Aaron Burr slays Alexander Hamilton in a duel. I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to duel somebody, but I'm afraid the outcome may be poor. So we're going to flash forward, you know, 80 years or so. uh, In 1881, Billy the Kid, real name Henry McCarty, is shot to death. So that's unfortunate. I'm sure he was shot to death with like Cupid's arrows. But, uh, you know, a little bit later in 1914, Babe Ruth makes his Major League debut. The great Bambino himself. And uh, sticking with the sports, sports page, in 1930, the first World Cup... Uh, happens, and that was where France beat Mexico four to one, and the US beat Belgium 3-0. Can you believe France beat Mexico and US beat Belgium? I find <laughs>
0: both and three nothing. I find both of those outcomes pretty surprising.
1: Yeah, and I bet Mexico probably wants to forget that because their soccer club is amazing. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the US beating Belgium—that is an unlikely like two two series of losses that you wouldn't expect. So moving right along, uh, in 1944, buddy, Hitler was paid a visit by his would-be assassin. Uh, but I think he did, was unsuccessful due to tripping and falling and dropping the briefcase down the hill <laughs> instead of Ad Hitler. So miss. You know who successfully assassinated Hitler? <laughs> Hitler did. <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you want to do it right, you got to do it yourself. <laughs> That's my favorite version of that, by the way. Yeah, I I, I concur. (laughs) Well, so one short year later in 1945, the first successful test of the atomic bomb occurs and was also later dropped and successfully executed um, the atomic bomb. In uh, 1955, Disneyland opens. It's It's a fun rebound from 10 years after the World War II end. Uh, In 1969, Apollo 11 departs Earth on its way to the moon. That's dope. And 10 years later, in 1979, America's first space station, Skylab, comes crashing to Earth. Whoops. Not too good. And in 1988, my friend, my favorite Christmas movie and yours, Die Hard debuts in theaters. Just for you, buddy. 1988. Nailed it.
0: Thank you, Adam. And now, how about the news? I
1: love the news, and I love the jingle.
0: Adam, I have a question for you. Okay. Has Liz ever had to sit on your head to calm you down after you've been drinking too much? Yes. Oh, she has. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Well, then you're going to be able to relate specifically to today's story, because that's exactly what Tatiana attempted to do when excessive drinking turned into a domestic dispute with her husband Adair. <laughs> I was going to call him Adair Air. <laughs> so, anyways, apparently Tatiana and her husband Adair spent the day drinking, and that turned into a fight between the two of them. And not long after the fight began, Adair's daughter came into the room and found him pinned face down on the bed with her mother sitting on his head.
1: Oh, what a hell of a way to die. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: gosh, Adam, I didn't say that he died, but in any case, so his daughter immediately ran to get help from the neighbor. And when the female neighbor arrived, she took one look at what was happening and decided she wanted nothing to do with it, and she left. Yep. After a while, Adair stopped moving, and Tatiana realized she had suffocated him to death. (laughs) (laughs) She she tried shaking him, but he was already not
1: responsive. (laughs) So, I will then restate... Glory, glory, what a hell of a way to die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she told authorities that she merely wanted to calm her husband down after the couple had been drinking. During a trial, the murder charge was dropped, and Tatiana was convicted of causing death by negligence. However, and this this, this story did not take place in America. It took place in Russia. And apparently in Russia, even after you've gone to trial and the charges are dropped... Along comes an investigative committee if they're not happy with the results. And they've announced that they're calling for a new trial with murder charges.
1: I'd say it's less death by negligence and more death by flagulence. <laughs> <laughs> or as the headline for this story said, large Russian woman kills husband with her buttocks. <laughs> you know, it doesn't feel like premeditated murder. You know, it could be like negligent manslaughter, which sucks, but I mean...
0: But that's so Russian, isn't it? For someone to go to trial for murder, have those charges dropped, be charged with a lesser charge, and then whatever this investigative committee is, whatever that's called, they go, oh, no, no, that's not okay. And then they bring
1: back the murder charges. That is so Russian. (laughs) The the first part of it sounds very Southern United States, like we've been talking about with like, you know, making scatty at 2 a.m. and that kind of stuff. (laughs) But I think, like, the return to the charges is what makes that, like, significantly Russian. It's like, okay, so uh, the system that we set up in place, we're not happy with, so we're going to do it again to make sure we get the result we want. right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was particularly Russian-sounding to be. (laughs) All right, well, Adam, unfortunately, it's happening again. We've run out of time, and we're not going to get to any additional stories. I think you hate me. But I do have this headline... Woman fights off coyote with pitchfork and donkey. Okay. See, that's perfect. That's perfect. (laughs) What a story. (laughs) I don't know if you remember Adam, but we had a previous episode where the story was called grandma versus Bobcat.
1: Oh yeah. How can I
0: forget? I feel like what we should expect here is maybe part two of,
1: or, or the, or the sequel to grandma versus Bobcat. Well, I just feel like I have so many questions. Like was the donkey there for like support was it there for tactical strategy where, like, distract and then, like, you know, shoot swoop in for... I mean, there's so much that could happen there.
0: Well, and I think you know there's... I, I can't answer any of those questions.
1: Right. There's no way to know.
0: Right. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. But we will make every possible effort to get to it in a future episode.
1: Without exception. Without, I and mean, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a great one. All right, Adam. How about birthdays? well i love birthdays and as usual i'll do these rapid fire check this list out okay here you ready for some all-stars here we go i'm ready conor mcgregor conor mcgregor turns 33 he will knock you the f out and then insult the crap out of you and he's about to fight again yeah dude i can't believe that he is a uh, likable villain i always want him to win but he's a total jerk <laughs> yes he is. there is no question about it <laughs> so moving along Corey feldman turns 50 can you believe that Barry Sanders turns 53, legend. Will Farrell turns 54, some would call a legend. Forrest Whitaker, a bit cross-eyed, but 100% amazing, 60. Jane Lynch turns 61. Richard Simmons, remember that guy? 73 this year, buddy. 73, he can sparkle his way all the way to the grave. And by that I mean <laughs> well, happy birthday, Richard Simmons. Yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he'll probably outlast us all. I think the most legendary on this list, Harrison Ford turns 79. Okay, I'm going to shut my mouth, because the next one is Patrick Stewart. He turns 81. Donald Sutherland turns 86. Giorgio Armani turns 87. And this is the best, the quintessential birthday. David Hasselhoff himself turns 69. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I, I mean, he's a he's a huge celebrity amongst the German community, if, if I'm not mistaken, or I could just be misquoting Dodgeball and ESPN eight the Ocho. Oh no, it's well documented. Germans love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> you don't Hassel the Hoff, man. Period. <laughs> Especially on his 69th birthday. Yeah, this would be like a year of celebration. <laughs> the year of the Hoff. So what a list, though, right? <laughs> what a list dude conor mcgregor all the way to like harrison Ford, patrick stewart and david hasselhoff that's crazy
0: yeah even on a list of legends you have to say that the best birthday on there is david
1: hasselhoff turning 69 of course yeah dude i'm getting nervous though man like harrison ford and patrick stewart like i'm not saying i want a death clock yeah you're gonna trigger a death clock at him <laughs> i don't want to do that and crap and then uh, watch here comes tiff franks and then i'm gonna be responsible and then death clock the next thing you know the death clock well listen if tiff declares that you're
0: responsible then out comes the death clock there's nothing you could do about it but we're one to know
1: the ed esner death clock you know that survived oh i absolutely survived that i came out triumphant in that good thing you didn't have like an Ernest borg nine death clock or anything <laughs> stop it adam stop adding stop naming aging celebrities well, Borg Knight actually did die, but if you if you had him on the clock a little bit ago. I hope Tiff doesn't hear this episode. Same. You're so
0: getting a death <laughs> clock. I know. <laughs> Dang it. Alright, how about some born this week but now dead? <laughs> Alright, thank you, Clay Groves. Adam, I just have one person who was born on this day but is now dead. And he's very significant to this program. Are you ready? Yes. Former President Gerald Ford. Yeah. (laughs) Died in 2006 at the age of 93. Today, he would have been 108.
1: He called our show, man. He called our show.
0: More than once. More than once. And I don't mind calling out and saying, President Ford, we haven't heard from you in a while. Let me hear from you.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, and we haven't had like an onboarding update in a while. I mean, I'm sure he's fine now, but yeah, it's been a while, dude. Mm-hmm. 214-531-3936, Mr.
0: President. <laughs> Call us up. Hit me on the hip, Gerald. All right, Adam, we have just one more thing before we go today. Okay. I have a voicemail, speaking of the hotline. Yes. And Adam, this voicemail... Is specifically meant for
1: you. Uh oh. This is either gonna be really good or really bad.
2: Hey Adam. Hey Toaf. Adam, this here this here's messages for you. This is Cowboy Jim. Hey, listen here. I've listened to several episodes of your show and it's fine. It's a good little show, you know, there's some good parts, it's sort of entertaining. But let me tell you something. If you want to take this show from an okay show to a really, really good show, excellent, if I might say, then you need to switch things up a little bit. And the one thing that you can do to do that is get a different co-host. No offense, Tove, okay, because you're all right, you know. But the real star of this show is Adam, but he needs to switch it up and get a new co-host. And Adam, I'm the man for the job, Cowboy Jim. So I'll tell you what. Whenever you get a chance, once you pull Tove aside and talk it out with him, see if you can talk him into stepping down for a little bit. I'm not saying it's a permanent change. You can just do it for a little while. Just test it out. See if you like it. And come back to me and let me know if it's okay. But I need you to get back to me pretty quick, okay, because I'm trying to line up some other engagements. i got a lot of opportunities out there, okay? So talk to Tove, see if you can convince him into mixing it up, just stepping away for a little bit. I'm going to step into this place. I'm going to show you how to take this thing from a, I don't know, like a five or a six To get this Adam To an eleven That's what we're going to do, you and me Adam and Cowboy Jim, we're taking this thing to an eleven Okay, get back to me Alright, see you later
1: That is an unexpected message I I gotta say, I do love the timbre and cadence Of his voice It made me very relaxed, you know what I mean? It really draws you in, doesn't it? It does, you know, you're just kind of sitting there like all right, what's Cowboy Jim? I mean, apparently it's cowboy times, Adam Oh, my God. I mean, think about that. It's cowboy times. Okay. This just got blown wide open. It's cowboy times. Right?
0: (laughs) When you consider the possibility that it might be cowboy times, you're like, oh, well, I think I got to take his request pretty seriously. Yeah, I don't think we are. I mean, our hands are kind of tied at this moment. You know, shoot. I like it that he modernized it because in the tradition of cowboy times, it's if you discover a cowboy standing next to your bed in the middle of the night. And then you ask him if it's cowboy times, and if he says yes, then it's cowboy times. In this case, he called our hotline, so I guess we have to ask Cowboy Jim: Is this cowboy times? The message was to you, Adam. So you got to call him That's back, true. and, and uh, clearly, your first question has to be: Is this cowboy times? And what are the implications therein? And if he says yes, this is cowboy times, then then I have no other choice but to step aside and let him host the show for a little bit.
1: Yeah. For a little bit, right? Yeah, man, this is this is wild. This is even to even suggest this. this is this is wild.
0: Well, and, and
1: I don't feel any pressure here because
0: he didn't say can Adam step aside, so I'm not responsible for the outcome. Outcome of Cowboy Times. Oh crap! Yeah, so really, the weight is on your shoulders. Which, I mean, you're already eating chips and salsa, and now Cowboy Times. So, yeah. in a way, I hope yeah. it's
1: not Cowboy Times, but it's, he sounds pretty convinced that it is. Uh, yeah i mean in his tone but you know i mean there's always hope buddy we can always hope that it might not be and it may just be a visit from a friendly cowboy without it being cowboy times well it's it sounds like it's definitely cowboy times if only for a little bit well maybe we can get up with cowboy kent here in texas and he does like old style like cowboy cooking on the range that'd be fun yeah maybe
0: Okay, well, as soon as we're done recording, you better call back Cowboy Jim and find out if it's Cowboy times,
1: because... That's a good idea. Because then I'm I've sure. got
0: to make plans and step aside, because you, you might need to...
1: Handle Cowboy times, right.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to handle Cowboy times.
1: I hadn't even thought about that. This is nope. getting crazy.
0: No, you can do this. You can do this, Adam. I mean, clearly he, he figured you were up for it, and I wasn't. Otherwise, the message would have been to me. In a way, that's a big compliment. I mean, I will never turn down a compliment from a Cowboy nor are you going to shirk your duties if cowboy times come around. No, absolutely not. I mean,
1: I, I the the saying goes, it's time to cowboy up. So I can't like greenhorn it, you know, I can't like be a greenhorn around the ranchers and and the real cowboys. So I've got to step up. I got to cowboy up. Your number's been called. Yeah, it's been it's been picked. Okay. Okay. Well, let's circle back later and we'll, and we'll finish it up and we'll figure out how we do this. That sounds great. All right. And Adam, that brings us to the end of this
0: abbreviated episode of This Week today. I love it. That was a great show. Some brief credits before we go. Come join us on our Facebook group. It's called the Gravity Beard Interns. Find us on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. The number for the Jean Benet Ramsey Crime Tips Hotline is 214 531 3936. Give us a call, Mr. President. We'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. This week today is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Rood for our custom logo. For my pal, Laura Saunders, I'm your co-host, Toph. You've been listening to This Week Today. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Take down this number
1: here. This week today is a proud member of the Podfix Network.
2: Cowboy Jim, who's calling?